Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Everything We Love About Disney podcast, the podcast with the description in the name because it's where we talk about everything we love about Disney. I am one of your hosts, Tommy T, alongside my wife and co-host, Gina. Hey, everyone. So we are back for 2021, hoping to do a bunch of episodes this year. It's been, uh, in many ways, a rough and difficult (laughs) year, and we've gone through a couple of transitions we moved to a new home so that's been great and we're settled in here now and ready to be creating some more content for you starting with this episode here today which is going to be romantic things to do in walt disney world with valentine's day coming up in just a few days we thought it'd be a fun topic to go through so gino before we get into anything specific if i asked you hey is walt disney world a romantic place or a good place for just a couple to go what would you say or tell that person if they asked that question? What do you think? I would say absolutely. And certainly those who are in the know would agree with that. Um, but those who are perhaps not as familiar with Walt Disney World, um, yeah, you can absolutely experience something romantic. And, you know, everyone interprets romance a little bit differently. Good point. Um, so at least on my list, I tried to come up with things that were not only more uh, luxury experiences, um, but also things that you can do just within the park or not even. Um, I, I guess the word is free that comes to mind, but kind of, not really, if yeah. you're getting a park ticket. But in any case, uh, a range of experiences from low budget to on the higher end. Yeah, I think to your point, there are things that you know are clear experiences that are advertised and that you can book and pay for. And then there are other things that lack of a better word, are free or just things that are like staring you right in the face, but you're just, you know, maybe you're there with a family setting or with friends. You're not thinking them, thinking about them as romantic experiences, but in a different context with the right person, they, they become uh, romantic. Absolutely. So do you want to start or should I start? Uh, why don't you go ahead and start? All right. So I've got a bunch of stuff right now. We both, we both wrote down a bunch of things that we feel are some of the best ways to have a little romantic date or experience with your significant other and the first one here which is probably on your list as well is going for a massage oh yes did you write this down i sure did so we experienced this for the first time together uh right after our wedding about a year year and a half ago and unfortunately we couldn't book a true couple's massage but we did both go and get massages kind of at the same time and the Disney spas, the census spas are really welcoming and accessible, even if you're not like a spa person, which we're not. This is not something we're doing all the time, but but now want to. But now want to. <laughs> Every time. Well, this like at home, that's some, you know, even at home, though, we don't like go out and get massages. No. COVID aside, like it's just not something that we're, you know, it's just not our thing. But now that we've experienced the kind of Disney way of doing things, I've done it in the past. It is a relaxing thing to do that is way more adults, mm-hmm. you know, away from the hustle and bustle, away from the, you know, kind of the craziness that can uh, <laughs> assault you at every turn in many parts of Disney World, which is part of the fun of it. But it's a great way to get away and to do something that's more intimate, more low-key, more peaceful. What are your thoughts on the massage experience? Yeah, I, like Tommy said, I'm not much of a spa person, but I became a believer soon after, and that was thanks to Senses. 
I think right from the moment you walk in, it's such a relaxing experience, which you don't necessarily associate Disney with relaxing, but everything from the soothing music to the eucalyptus smells and, you know, they you get to select which um, senses, so to speak, you get to enjoy during your spa treatment. Whether oh, yeah, they gave me a, a choice of which scent you yeah, wanted. Lavender yeah, lavender or orange. And I was actually under the weather and, and had a bit of a head cold. And I feel like it cleared me right up <laughs> after. <laughs> so between the heat and um, just the the overall uh, massage followed by the um, locker room area that you can go into. I think I could go on and on about this place, but you know, if you want to do a couple's massage or if you want to have a girl's get together, it's just a really, it's hard not to feel like it's a romantic spot. Yeah, and just to give a couple of extra details about the experience that are available. I mean, I can't, we could do a whole show probably going through all these details, but. Um, so the census spa are at Grand Floridian and Saratoga Springs. And then there is a um, salon by the springs, I think, also at, um, I don't know, actually. That's in the spa. Oh, that's, so then this Wilderness Lodge, though, has something yeah. where you can get, like, manicures and pedicures. So that's a whole other sort of experience you can get. Um, so those are, like, kind of the main spa experiences they have at those two resorts. But there are salons elsewhere and things like that. Uh, but I've been to both of those, and, and both are very nice and welcoming. And they also have things like uh, you can go into the steam room, you can go into a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, another nice thing about it is these days with the packages, they include a, a beverage when you walk in, so you can get nice. you know a glass of sparkling wine, you can get a tea, you can get a, a beer, or kind of whatever like you know drink is going to put you at ease, put you in the right mood. It doesn't it doesn't have to be alcohol. It could be there's a number of things they offer you. So really. Uh, you know, even just sparkling water could be a nice way to just sit in your fluffy robe and just the soothing music. It is just a very peaceful experience mm-hmm. and definitely plays up that, that romance factor as well. Yeah. All right. So what is the first one you want to talk about from your list? Yeah. So to keep going with the resorts, um, I will just say I've categorized mine by park, resort, okay. Disney Springs, so we can we can go about it however you want, but yeah, let's stick at resorts. Um, on a similar note, uh, right next door, and with a lot less of a price point, I would say this is one of the free experiences that I mentioned. But if you want to take a stroll of the Polynesian Resort, it is such a relaxing place. In keeping with relaxing, you can you can see the Grand Floridian from <laughs> certain parts of the resort of course but one of my favorite things to do is to just walk along the beach and sit in one of the swings that they have um it's just a really romantic spot as a couple just to any time of day enjoy the water you can have that castle view depending on where you are on the beach and you could even catch some fireworks at the end of the night so i can't think of a more romantic spot than that and it's free yeah, I had this on my list as well, and I expanded it because you can walk. Well, now you can walk all the way from the Magic Kingdom through the Grand Floridian to the Polynesian, all the way to the TTC. Yeah. No problem. So I, I put walking on Polynesian and Grand Floridian beaches because yeah. you can go all the way. Like I would say if you're looking for a longer walk, you can take that pathway between the two resorts. 
I would say, yes, yeah, start a Magic Kingdom, make your way through the Grand Floridian, maybe pop into the buildings at Grand Floridian, because that's a nice spot to walk around too. That's very upscale and Absolutely. especially like at Christmas or really anytime like walking those grounds and then continuing on to the Polynesian for sunset and mm -hmm. fireworks or whatever is kind of convenient at the time. Uh, sitting on one of those benches and just taking in the sights and sounds you can hear, you know, the Magic Kingdom ferry or the monorail or even if you really listen closely you can sometimes hear Splash Mountain or some things like that so you're still reminded of the Disney magic just a couple miles away but you still feel like you're on a secluded Polynesian beach so mm -hmm. that's definitely a, a really special evening and like you said I mean you can you can drive up to a resort and most times the you know just tell them hey we're gonna go grab a bite to eat or something and they'll usually let you park and especially like midday it's usually not a problem and then you can grab a bite or, or uh, you know, I don't want to go too far because of some other things like that that are <laughs> on my list later. But that's an evening right there that you don't need to, you know, book an expensive uh, package or a park ticket or anything like that. So a nice free-ish <laughs> experience. So let me keep going down on my list. So I'm going to stay in a similar vein, actually. Let's keep it like here. Let's keep it on Seven Seas Lagoon. I'm going to go with renting a boat or a boat cruise mm -hmm. on Seven Seas Lagoon can be really nice romantic way. And it's a very similar kind of thing where you are in that same area I just described. That's why I figure I'll tack it on here because you are getting that same sort of experience except you're out on the water now and you can rent the, I mean, there's the little mice boats that are more of the speed <laughs> boats, but you can also rent a, a pontoon boat and you yeah. can pack yourself a lunch or you, they'll let you purchase a lunch, I believe. And you can, um, Right, don't they have some kind of lunchbox thing? I mean, I don't know what things are these days, but at some point you can order a lunch and uh, go out in Seven Seas Lagoon. You can go all the way to Bay Lake. Uh, you know, it's just a nice way to, again, get away and still like be surrounded by all this Disney stuff, but also have a secluded moment uh, alone with your partner, significant other. And I think the other thing there is the boat cruise, the fireworks cruises. Mm -hmm. Um, you've done this for us. So why don't you speak about the fireworks cruise? You, you did it with, with family, but talk about that experience. Yeah, so uh, in the evening, you can purchase uh, a rental for a pontoon boat, which are the long, slow boats for those unfamiliar. And you do get a driver, um, and it's a great opportunity to get on the water and experience the fireworks from a completely different perspective. And you're, you're surrounded by other boats, too, that... Uh, are likely being rented out at the same time. You can also do this at Epcot and World Showcase. Yes. Um, but it's just a really cool way to see the fireworks and you don't have to worry about crowds after. Yeah, and that one too, you can get, I mean, they have all kinds, and this is Disney, right? They'll sell you stuff if they can yeah. figure out how to do it. <laughs> so I think you can get, you know, champagne or, or desserts and things like that mm -hmm. out there. So there's a way, if you're looking for something really special, there's a way that you can add on to that experience and make it something really memorable. Like if you're planning a proposal or something like that, it could be really nice. You know, there are a number of ways to make that a truly spectacular evening yeah. on the on the boat cruise. Like you mentioned, it's also available on um, Crescent Lake there. Um, is there boat rentals elsewhere on property? I'm trying to think. I don't think so, but you can do them at the Grand Floridian, mm -hmm. Polynesian, and Contemporary all have boat rental areas where you can uh, make that experience happen. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you have next on your list? Well, so then for resorts, I just had a bunch of, um, of course, 
what better way to experience a romantic evening than to go for a nice dinner? So I have a bunch of um, honorable mentions, I would say, uh, for some of the highlights and some of the restaurants that I personally would want to experience on a romantic night. I did this too, so let's see (laughs) how our lists are similar. Okay, so number one for me is California Grill because if you time it right, you get the sunset, you get an incredible meal, incredible wine selection, and uh, if you time it a little bit differently, depending on when the sun sets, you can watch the fireworks from your table, or better yet, the viewpoint just outside of the restaurant, which if you did have a meal earlier in the evening, I don't know if they're still doing this, but you were entitled um, access to that uh, viewing area, even if you had finished and left the restaurant. Yeah, so you can come back to watch the fireworks. That, again, like you said, that was the case for a long time. I don't, yeah, these, these days things are so vol- now, volatile. But... I think let's just put a disclaimer on everything here. Like this is all just COVID dependent or COVID aside. We just don't know. I mean, things are changing by the day and month. And so this is all in the past and hopefully the future. These are kind yes, of the, and, the way things are. and a are. touch of fantasy. Yes, yes. <laughs> So what else? Because I had that I had California Grill as well on my right. romantic restaurants. And I should mention that the California Grill menu is California-based. So you get flatbread, sushi, proteins, California wine list. Delicious. Next on my list to stay on Seven Seas Lagoon would be either Narcoosie's, again, for fireworks, seafood-based menu, if that's what you like, right on the water. Uh, and of course... What everyone talks about, Victorian Alberts, really high end, very high price point. That is like the ultimate romantic, big celebratory dinner that Tommy and I haven't even done yet as big Disney people. And we're we're dying to at some point. If you look at my uh, video I made recently, my bucket list, my Disney World bucket list, uh, the Victorian Albert chef's table is at the top of that list. And someday we'll... We'll find a way to do that. And that'll be another like ultimate romantic experience. Can't speak to it personally yet. Hopefully someday I can bring you that review of what that's like. And we'll start saving for it just about now. I mean, we probably should have started saving for it 10 years ago, <laughs> but we'll start now and see where we get. Um, so I had all of those written down as well. A few others that I think um, play well here for romantic restaurants. Jico. Oh, yeah. At the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Just the... the low lights and the warm colors and the incredible food and service there play really nicely towards a, a date night out. Um, similarly, uh, going to the theme parks for just a second, because I think this is like probably the, for me, the best date night restaurant in a theme park is Sun and Hell Inn. Mm. Inside, that was on my list too. And, okay, inside the Mexico Pavilion, again, because of the low light and the incredible theming there, it's like you can go for lunch even and you feel like you're in an evening outdoor restaurant in, in Mexico. So that's a really incredible place. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't been there yet, but the Topolino restaurant at mm-hmm. the top of Riviera gives a similar feel to California Grill with being on a rooftop as well as where we have been, which is um, just went out of my head. Toledo. Toledo at uh, Grand Destino Tower at the Coronado Springs. Again, at rooftop, you can see um, the Epcot fireworks, Hollywood Studios fireworks from up there. 
So if you time it right, or if you go up there, there's also a lounge up there that's nice to hang out at. Yeah, the Dahlia the Bar. Da- da- yeah. If you don't feel like committing to a full dinner at Toledo, the Dahlia Bar is gorgeous right next to it. And it has uh, lounge seating on a balcony, which gets you access to the view that much better and clearer and you're outside and at sunset, it's just beautiful. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then I also wrote down um, Yachtsman Steakhouse, I think. If you're looking for a, ste- oh, yeah. a steak night, we've been there many times. That's our go-to steak place in Disney World. So I think... Yes, we equate nice romance with steak dinners. So this is a great Dude, spot for is us. Is there anybody that doesn't do that? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, vegetarians, but that's... Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, one other place that we haven't really mentioned, but that is the Four Seasons. Oh, sure. And the restaurants that you can find at the Four Seasons, uh, Ravello and Capo. Again, very high price points, but if you've never been inside that resort, it's stunning. It's marble, it's stone, the chandeliers are unbelievable it's just a very swanky place which you can expect from the four seasons the service is impeccable and if you just want to cut above that is really the place to go yes yes i'm I'm gonna kind of just expand on what you just said because i feel like we've been dancing around this as as an idea but just just think resort hopping oh yeah is a great romantic you know date you can do i mean we already talked about going to the magic kingdom resorts i think any of those um, including the uh, Wilderness Lodge, just walking around there hand in hand, like especially Wilderness Lodge, actually. Wilderness yeah. Lodge and Polynesian and Grand Floridian in particular is a great evening. I mentioned Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's a great evening. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to spend a dime, really. You can just go look at the animals, just walk between the different buildings and different areas, walk around the pool areas. Uh, some others that come to mind that we just mentioned would be the Riviera and the Grand Destino Tower, getting, you know, the Barcelona bar, also the ground floor bar mm-hmm. at um, Grand Destino Tower is beautiful. Um, what other resorts do you like to walk around? I guess there's a few big ones, actually, that are sort of a another item on my list. Maybe I'll dovetail into those, which is the Crescent Lake Resorts. Oh, yeah. We sort of mentioned walking through the Yacht and Beach Club and on the boardwalk, that's a whole other evening Mm -hmm. where you don't have to, you know, spend any serious money or like make any serious plans. That's the other thing. This can all be done without having to plan. People always equate like, oh, Disney World, you have to plan every minute. You have to book all your fast passes, book all these meals. Every minute is accounted for, but it doesn't have to be that way all the time. Mm -hmm. Like take half a day and say, we're just gonna go to Crescent Lake and we're gonna walk around the boardwalk and see some of the outdoor entertainment. We're gonna grab a drink at the Abracadabra and we're gonna go, you know, and then, you know what, we're gonna grab a burger at Beaches and Cream mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, you kinda need a, there's a takeout window there, right? Or is that ice not? cream. Oh, just for ice. Okay, so we're gonna grab a sundae. It, yeah. You know, I'm, I guess my point is that there are like ways that you can turn that into a day or half a day experience without having to be uber planning and yeah. spending, so. Yeah, so I guess what we're saying is that romance at Disney includes slowing down, being unscheduled, and uh, reading between the lines, being, you know, together, just the two of you, and without any <laughs> distractions. Yeah. By that, I mean maybe kids, but, um, you know. I mean, kids is part of it, but also just sort of the pressures of the theme parks. Yeah. Waiting in line, at the crowds being close to each other, you know. Right. It's just doesn't lend itself always to romance yeah. but uh so getting away from those things you'll quickly find like oh this is actually romantic yeah. yeah 
So in the spirit of additional restaurants, uh, I would move along to Disney Springs. You really can't go wrong with any of the restaurants there and the experiences. You know, if if romance to you means going bowling and having buffalo chicken tenders, <laughs> like they have that. Yep. <laughs> but then, you know, they have Wine Bar George. Yep. Where you can have a wine flight and share that over arancini and a, you know, burrata cheese plate. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sounds lovely to me right now. Yeah. I could go for that. Yeah, absolutely. Similar experiences might be uh, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. They have the nice outdoor seating there too. The indoor is nice, but the outdoor right on the water there. on the water is really nice. Uh, you know, a few that we haven't been to that look very, you know, sort of that same sort of low light, intimate nature is uh, Morimoto Asia oh, yeah. STK. Uh, the boathouse seems a little more energetic, so I'm not sure if that's as prime for for this. But Maria st- and Enzo's Hideaway. Yeah, well, there's Maria and Enzo's, yeah. and then there's Enzo's Hideaway. Right. Or the two different ones. So Enzo's Hideaway is probably more, you know, of that intimate experience, and then Maria and Enzo's is like more of like a traditional date, right, at a restaurant yeah. because it's got like the Italian and Art Deco and pizza and that kind of thing. So yeah. that's that's a fun night out as well. On this theme, let's just keep going. Let's let's move from restaurants to lounges, yeah. right? Because I'm sure you probably mentioned some lounges. We sort of danced around a few of them here because a number of those restaurants we just talked about have their own lounges, mm-hmm. like Citrico's, like you mentioned the Dahlia Bar, um, things like going to the Crew Cup, Cruise Cup, mm-hmm. Crew Cup outside of Yasmin Steakhouse, or the Territory Lounge at Wilderness Lodge. These are all amazing lounges that you can just walk up to. And first of all, you're probably gonna be able to get a table without, I've never, we've never really had a real issue. Table, seat at the bar is rarely an issue at these places. Mm-hmm. And second of all, then you get a high quality meal there. Like mm-hmm. you don't think of it, it's not just drinks. It's not, you know, if, you, if you're not a drinker, it doesn't matter. Like you can go and get awesome appetizers, awesome entrees that are often off the menu of those restaurants. Mm-hmm. So we've sat a number of times. We've never eaten at Citrico's, but probably three times we've gone to the bar there and ordered off the Citrico's menu. Yeah, it's been great. Without a reservation, without planning ahead, really. And it's it's been wonderful and romantic. <laughs> Just to keep bringing it back to our theme. Whether I, I left a couple for you. Uh, what other lounges you want to talk about? It? There's, there's one or two big ones that I didn't mention there. Yeah, so I'm going to jump over to Animal Kingdom, which yep. you may have expected, but... Um, Animal Kingdom is actually more romantic than you may think. I'm thinking specifically of just being, uh, you know, finding little alcoves, uh, especially by the water, by the tree of life, just little private areas where you can just get off the beaten path and just kind of take a moment and look around you and experience the, you know, the nature and and what the park is all about but beyond that pandora at night is an incredibly romantic that's place. a great one i didn't write this one down but i think animal kingdom's most romantic theme park i think yeah especially at night because yes you're pretty much in the dark it is it is not well lit purposefully and you know you, you just it's just a really beautiful place and then pandora especially with all of the different lights, the colors, the sounds. You really do feel transported. Um, 
But right next to that, of course, is Tiffin's Lounge, which is probably our favorite. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Well, there's Tiff- Tiffin's. Well, Tiffin's the restaurant is a great. My bad. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, because they're right next to each other, but they're connected. Yeah. Uh, but Tiffin's is the restaurant, which is a delightful um, and another place that's high end and great food, great service. And then Nomad Lounge yeah. is the lounge there. Also, indoor outdoor seating, which I love. Yeah, the outdoor on a nice night or it can be really really great experience um yeah it's i agree wholeheartedly that something about animal kingdom and especially at night i think it's just the tall trees and the soundscapes and the sort of worn environments you just feel like you're in a different place and you can very easily get lost like yeah, literally and, and metaphorically like you just lost in the moment mm-hmm. way, way more so than the other parks i feel like mm-hmm. definitely those were all i had for animal kingdom i can move on to another park yeah, go to your next one. I'm going to circle back on a couple of mine after, but let's, because I didn't write as many in the theme parks. So mm-hmm. why don't you run through the theme parks? Yeah, so uh, Hollywood Studios, which I still lovingly call MGM Studios. Uh, I kind of drew a blank on this one. It's not really a romantic place per se, but I'm sure you could find a way. Um, I was thinking specifically, again, loungy. Baseline Tap House yep. at sunset, cheersing together and just watching the world go by as people make their way into Galaxy's Edge, um, dinner at the Brown Derby, um, and that's... What about Pilot and the Millennium Falcon together? That's pretty romantic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? That could be romantic yeah, for a if, lot of people. If you're a big Star Wars fan, like, going, going to that experience, definitely a romantic um, similarly, going on Tower of Terror. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Though, you know what? Just walking around Sunset Boulevard, the old Hollywood feel, can, it can get you in the romantic feels a little bit, I think. I think certainly the park at night. Yeah, especially. Uh, it brings on a different feeling, and, and you yeah. could you could find a way. Yep, yep. But otherwise, it's kind of a hustle and bustle it is. sort of it, park. It's, it's small and yeah. tight, and so it's tough to find those moments of zen, but... They're there if you look hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe sci-fi, but generally oh, you're seated with other people. That's yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call that like an intimate sort of like night out with you know for you and your partner to like you know really get some alone time. But I think it's a fun like date night. It evokes thing. that 1950s car. Hop yeah, date. if you want to be like you're in American Graffiti, yeah. you're like out <laughs> on the town in the 50s. Like it, it, it's a fun little, it's a fun little time. Yeah. Moving on to Epcot. I would say, just like Animal Kingdom, there are little hideaways that you can find specifically in World Showcase, where if you just take a minute and find a bench or a place to sit deep into one of the pavilions, I'm thinking specifically Morocco, Mm -hmm. Japan, it can be really quiet. Canada, the waterfall. Yeah, These, these little tucked away areas off of the main drag now you can just really have a moment together and that's really sweet yep and also i think it's the easiest park to experience i know that the fireworks is in transition right now but just in general it's the easiest place to view the fireworks because there are so many spots there uh i think that you can find a more secluded place to watch the fireworks together in the park Mm -hmm. versus some of the others so that's a that's a good note as well and then I had a, a lounge that I forgot to mention would be the Tudo Gusto wine bar 
in oh in Italy, in Italy, in Italy Pavilion. Yeah, yeah, we had a date there. We did have a date there. <laughs> so that is I a think, cute little place. Yeah, it's kind of hidden. Like you know, it's like you almost forgot about it just mm-hmm. now because it is so hidden. So I think that's a nice spot. And then I think yeah, just walking through the pavilions, walking in the shops uh, in and of itself because there is there is more space there, similar mm-hmm. to Animal Kingdom, like you said. So you can get a more of a you know secluded feel every once in a while in mm-hmm. Epcot. Round us out with Magic Kingdom. What'd you write down for? for yeah. There? So, <laughs> speaking of fireworks, I think happily ever after. Even though it can be a very crowded experience, particularly if you're on Main Street or you know Hubgrass right around that area. Even though you're surrounded by people, it's such a beautiful experience that you're really only thinking about the person or people you're with, and that to me is very romantic. Yeah, absolutely. I think once the show kind of starts, you can easily get lost in it. Yeah. That's a nice time. Uh, I think some of the rides in Magic Kingdom too can give you some nice moments of, you know, romantic. Especially if you're if you're like a you know person that's been going to these parks for a long time, getting into Peter Pan's Flight or even on something like TTA where you rides where you do have a little bit more privacy, mm-hmm. uh, just the way the vehicles kind of work out, can be a romantic time even just for a few minutes. Yeah, and I would say. Um, a particularly romantic spot where couples who are doing their uh, wedding portraits and and their photo shoot is the uh, wishing well. Oh yeah, right by the castle. Yep. That's a, that's a very romantic spot. Like that. What else? Did you have anything else on your list, or did you we go that, through them all? That pretty much covered it. Yeah. All right, I've got a couple more that I want to go through then. So a couple of experiences that we haven't done at the theme at the sorry at the resorts going back there, would be renting a Surrey bike. Oh yeah. <laughs> at Crescent Lake, you can do that, and you can also at Port Orleans and Fort Wilderness. Again, this is COVID aside, you can do a horse-drawn carriage ride. Oh yeah. So I think those are both fun little activities you could tack on to when we were talking about how a resort could be a, a fun sort of unplanned experience. If you want to make plan it out a little more, you can do something like that. And um, sometimes having an activity or uh, something like that involved with your with your stroll can make things uh, a little more fun and break the ice and be a nice romantic evening out or afternoon out, whatever it may be. And then also, if you're staying at a Disney resort, the other thing I wrote down here, and you've been going to the parks for a few days and you've been eating out and you've been running all over the place and you're just dead tired and <laughs> you're just over all of it and you need a night off, order room service. Yeah. <laughs> stay, stay in your room. And uh, maybe you've got a balcony, you can eat out on the balcony, maybe you spread out on the bed, whatever it is, put on the robes that they give you, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to do, put on the resort TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on where you're staying, where your room is, you can get the fireworks piped in, the fireworks music piped in via the TV. And that can be a fun little night away just uh, to, to cool off and, and get a night away from all the crazy hustle and bustle that can, like I said at the beginning, just you know, attacks you from every which way sometimes when you're in those parks. It's easy to, to get a little stressed when you're trying to have fun. <laughs> and so that can remind you of why you're there and, and give you that breather you need. So you can wake up the next morning for rope drop and, and <laughs> do it all over again. Yeah, that's, an, that's a really important point is to really research where you'll be staying and the amenities and the recreation that's available because there's so much and they 
they usually have like a week's calendar of events or the, or a day's events. Some some resorts have um, movie nights or oh, that's a good one, yeah. Marshmallow roasting, all of those, and not to mention the boat access that we talked about and. Uh, Fort Wilderness, you can rent bikes and ride the trails, yep. or you you can go to the uh, Tri-Circle D Ranch and look at the horses. Like, the resorts just have so many hidden, magical things to access and do. Yeah, I think if you're staying for more than three or four days, I highly recommend doing like a half-day resort day and just really take in whatever they've got going on. I think that's a really great way to... Just reset your brain a little bit, save a little bit of money maybe, whatever it is that you kind of need the respite from it, it. It's really beneficial, I think, to, to make that make that part of your schedule. Yeah. So I have a question. Sure. We So for those who are wondering, uh, Tommy and I have not been to the parks for over a year, which is probably the longest either of us have been without a Walt Disney World trip in a long time. Yes. So my question is, if we were to, if we were in Walt Disney World right now, mm. what would you want to do for a romantic evening? Ooh, this is a really good question. I know I'm putting you on the spot. No, yeah, but... you're putting me on the spot here. We did not plan this beforehand, but but I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um, Whatever comes to mind. You know, it doesn't have to be. Well, I'll, so I'll tell you, like the thing that you brought up that I didn't bring up that had me most sort of excited and entranced was walking around animal kingdom at night yeah that's what really got me thinking and that's when you said that it's like that's all i want to do right now yeah. <laughs> is walk through pandora walk through then africa and loop all the way back around past the the tree of life and see the tree of life projection show mm-hmm. and then end up back at nomad lounge for uh what's that drink that i like there the blind tiger or something now it's, mm-hmm. it's called something, something like that mm-hmm. And uh, sit outside and and have a cocktail. That's that's what I'm looking for. Mm. So what's what's yours? Well, I mean, there's so many things that I I miss and are my fallbacks. I would say, like if we have a trip plan, there are just certain things that we like to do. But to change it up a little, I would say I would love to finish a day at Hollywood Studios. MGM Studios, <laughs> and uh, take the um, gondola. What's it called again? Skyliner. The Skyliner. How soon? Oh, how soon we forget the you know Skyliner? What? I'll just say. Well, I'll just interrupt you for a second. The Skyliner at night. That's romantic. Yeah, exactly. Watch the sunset. Head over to Topolino. Mm-hmm. Get a drink. <laughs> assuming it's a nice day and not raining. Because I would love to sit outside, have a nice cocktail, and then have some appetizers and maybe dinner outside or get seated inside. I'm not sure, but something that. different. Yeah. Because we haven't been up there yet. And yeah, we yeah. Always like, we always like to do at least one thing each trip that we have never done before. Yes. Whether it's a restaurant, a lounge, a resort, like we always add that one thing. And I think that will be our, our one new... Well, by the time we go back, there'll be a couple new rides to go on. Yeah. But besides that, I think we'll have to get over to the Riviera. And you can watch the fireworks from either resort, I'm sure, right? Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, so that would be great. Yep. All right, well, I'll just add one more thing that I forgot to mention that's on my list. And I mentioned this because I think it's becoming the theme, the like the inside joke sort of of this uh of all the Disquiz stuff I've been doing, and that is, if you and your partner are music fans and you want to go, <laughs> and you want to pitch, 
I'm Todd. I better get on the payroll pretty soon yeah. because if you caught my episode recently where I interviewed Scotty from Jelly Rolls, if you caught our episode about Jelly Rolls, we do a whole Jelly Rolls episode. We did, right? Mm-hmm. If you caught our bar, bars and lounges episode, it just gets <laughs> mentioned over and over. But Jelly Rolls at the Boardwalk can be—it's definitely not quiet. It's definitely not intimate, uh, though. It's intimate in a different kind of way. It's the, it's the way like you are singing and dancing and having a, a great night of just blowing off steam, shouting your lungs out, and uh, you know I, I think that it's just a nice way to like endear yourself to each other. I don't know. It's I th- a great date night. It is. Whether it it's is. your second date or you've been married twenty years. Yes. We can all get together and and have something to sing about, laugh about, clap. Yeah, it's like it's just I think. Blowing off steam is a great way to like just to to explain it because not just in the way that you're stressed, but just in the way that you can just be free to. There's no judgment. There's you just let it all out. Yeah. And I think that's a really nice like date night kind of thing. It's like think about going out for karaoke and stuff like that. Those sorts of dates. Jelly Rolls is a great uh, sort of thing in that in that genre. Yeah. All right. Does that wrap it up? I think so. All right. Well. Gina, where can folks find and follow you on the Disney social medias? Yeah, so I have a blog, willrunfordisney.com. You can find me on Instagram at willrunfordisneyblog. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Excellent. And of course, follow the Diz Quiz on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for fun Disney trivia and posts. Uh, you can subscribe to this show um, on the Diz Quiz feeds on either the podcast service of your choice or as a video version on YouTube. Of course, this show isn't a video, but the rest of the stuff I'm doing with the Diz Quiz is a video version. And then if you'd like to download the Flylist iPhone app, I'll put a link in the description for that or just search for Flylist on the iOS app store. And that's an app that lets you log and track all the fun there is to do at Walt Disney World, all the romantic things and more there are to do <laughs> at Walt Disney World. So you can, uh, that's something that I put together and put out earlier, uh, or I should say late last year. And I appreciate it if you go check that out as well. So until next time, I've been Tommy T. And I'm Gina. And we will see you real soon. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.